2: minimum of 4 lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due $35 per line connection charge applies ctmobile.com
1: Yeah, we're going to be celebrating our 7th birthday believe it or not come March of next year. Um and Michael and I moved here uh from New York. We had been working uh at a pre- well-known restaurant there, um, but Michael's hometown is St. Louis, so we decided to, to come back after we got married and uh, looking to kind of forge our own path, um, and we've by chance stumbled upon uh, the Cortex District as they were kind of just starting, uh, and it was a great opportunity to kind of plant our flag.
0: And what was the restaurant inspiration? What was your vision?
2: I mean, I think just working with local farmers and artisans to kind of create something special to where we can work one-on-one with the people that are growing all this incredible produce and raising livestock in, in this area and you know, just kind of give them a, a voice in, in the restaurant scene.
0: What am I gonna find on the menu here?
2: Well, there is no menu, so that's the fun part. Ah. Yeah, we just kind of you know have fun with what comes in every day and every week, and uh, the menu evolves and changes you know throughout the course of the week or the month, uh, and it's always kind of changing. So it's you know you have to ask Chef Aaron, but he's always creating some really incredible things you know for the menu here.
0: Well, Chef Aaron, tell me.
3: And right now, we're getting some incredible seafood from uh, Sue Buxton um, in Maine. Uh, she sends up scallops. We have crab, so we try to utilize all her products as much as we can, um, just because they're so so delicious. You know, we have ducks right now on the menu. I mean, we have I mean beef. I mean, we have so many different options. I mean, there's no menu. It's kind of fun because we get to play with a lot more a lot more things and aren't really tied to anything.
0: Well, tell me a little bit about your background.
3: I'm not from St. Louis, I didn't think I was ever going to uh, live here. Uh, my wife is from here, we met in California and you know, we're in San Francisco, Chicago, I said that was the closest I was going to get to St. Louis, but here I am and I really, really love living here.
0: And you have a Latin American background?
3: My last name is Martinez, my my father is uh, Mexican, my mother uh, is French, uh, Spanish, but I'd say more on the Mexican side because that's where we grew up in Southern California. Um, and that's kind of what the things that I've kind of not really cooked anything. I got into this game pretty late, so.
0: Well, that's cool. That combination sounds like it would do well with food.
3: <laughs> so, so far, it's not done so, so, so bad. So, <laughs> so far, so good. So far, so good.
0: Alright, so then, you didn't stop with Vicia. Well, no, I mean, next came Winslow's Table, right?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. so Vicia was, you know, like our baby. I mean, and then we ended up having a baby. Um, and then, you know, our, like this was our, our everything. Um, and it just kind of, again, just uh, organic conversation. We ended up um, taking the reins from the previous owners of Winslow's Home. Um, wanted an opportunity to have a more casual outpost, you know, to count, uh, contrast what Vicia was, you know, just a little more high-end. Um, and that's been a wonderful experience. It is just, a a true neighborhood spot. We're open, you know, 8 to 8, breakfast, lunch, dinner, coffee, gifts, catering, you name it. We, you know, we do it. Um, we have an amazing bakery, do fresh breads. Uh, you know, the menu's changing there pretty often as well. So there is a
0: menu there. There is
1: a menu there. <laughs> um, you'll find your classic staples that never change, you know, like our farmer's breakfast and our buttermilk pancakes and that kind of good stuff, smash burgers. But then we have great seasonal salads, a lot of vegetarian options. Um, it's just a, an awesome place to grab a bite.
0: Where exactly is Winslow's
2: Table? Uh, it's on Del Mar, um.
1: Just Yeah, just west of the Loop. So it's at Midland and Del Mar. So um, just kind of a standalone, really old, historic building. was always a place that involved food. You can see some of the original features from when it was a grocery store, you know, almost 100 years ago.
0: Well, you didn't stop there either. So you went on to two more restaurants. So tell me a little bit about, the, yeah. about those. Yeah, I mean,
1: part of that was our journey was, was connecting with Aaron. Um, you know, Aaron's been with us off and on for... A long time, but uh, kind of more as we evolved more as a, as a partnership, um, it allowed us the opportunity to grow our business as well. Um, and two concepts at the same time. Creatively, I think just what Aaron touched on, um, you know, with the Mexican cuisine, which I'll let him he'll tell you about, um, and then a French bistro, uh, at Bistro La Florison, which was, I think, all of us something we loved, is just kind of wonderful, classic French, um, and took over an existing uh, space uh, that used to be a French restaurant on Wydown.
0: Do you guys realize how hard it is to start one restaurant? Oh,
1: yes. yeah. Now you I have four restaurants. <laughs> well, I mean, what think,
0: drives you?
2: I think the thing that made it all possible is we just had a really <laughs> incredible group of people that work for us. And um, just seeing their growth, I mean, it was hitting this part where, you know, they couldn't necessarily go further here. So our options were to, to kind of expand and open up some other opportunities for some incredible team members. You know, so everybody that basically runs... Uh, the different restaurants, you know, have started in this building and have now kind of flourished to become, you know, the chefs or sous chefs or uh, different, ma- you know, managers in the front of the house uh, to kind of lead the charge into the next uh, round of, of restaurants.
0: What's popular in French cuisine these days? What is it? Does staples from long ago or does that change?
3: French food, I think, is kind of timeless. I mean, we, we kind of take up modern approach to it, but also like keeping its true core to what French food is um, with a lot of like uh, heavy sauce work and um, kind of richness. But um, I think we all cook a little bit lighter as well. So we put a lot of acidity into the food.
0: What does cooking lighter mean? How do you do that?
3: Just how you make your sauces. Not a lot of heavy cream, not a lot too much butter um, in the food uh, using fresh herbs and uh, a lot of acidity, whether it's vinegars or fresh um, citrus juice. And a lot of things. Um, I think we try to we try to have a nice uh, balance with our dishes.
0: And then the last restaurant we haven't mentioned is the Mexican restaurant. Uh, tell me about that.
3: I've always said I wanted to open a Mexican restaurant. I never thought it would come to fruition, but um, at some point, I always thought in the heart of hearts that I'd want to do something like that. And uh, yeah, it's been kind of happened organically, and it it's delicious, and I, I love it. It's like a true. Uh, people say like it's like a passion project but it kind of is and um, yeah the food's uh, food that i reminds me of like growing up in southern california
0: the name is taqueria marita and when you say mexican restaurant there are a lot of different definitions of a mexican restaurant so there are those that are very traditional and the dishes the salsa and chips comes out in 2 seconds when you enter the restaurant and then you know you you know what you're getting but then there are others that are a little more i would say authentic or a little more creative so where do you think your restaurant lies?
3: I mean, I try to keep it as, as honest as possible, but also with putting um, a, a, a cook's uh, spin on it that, that's been, you know, working in higher-end restaurants. Um, but I still try to stay true to what Mexican food is. Yeah, we don't have, like, enchiladas and burritos and things of that nature, you know. But uh, this is, like, from traveling with my family down to Mexico, the things that we used to eat kind of put our little spin on it.
0: Give me a dish that... The
1: fish tacos. A di- yeah. Uh, yeah. Those
3: are fish ta- fish ta- tacos. I mean, I can never... I, I mean, I never get sick of them, you know, but we tempura fry them. We marinate the fish before we fry it. So there's a lot of technique that goes into it. Um, serve it with two different sauces, kind of like you would, like in Baja. Have you ever been to Rubio's? I don't know if everyone knows what that is, but it's more of a West Coast thing. But, you know, they give you like a mayonnaise-based sauce and then kind of something nice and bright and kind <clears> of <throat> a little spicy with it and the cabbage. And can't wait to open back up again so we, uh, people can come back and try it again.
0: Well, let me ask you guys. Since you are not from here, and you guys uh, came from New York, uh, I, I lived in LA, and not from St. Louis either. I'm just curious what your perception is about the restaurant scene here.
1: I mean, it's part of the reason why we decided to, you know, we visited to decide if we would want to kind of adventure out in St. Louis. I think that's the big reason why we stayed. Um, you know, is even then, you know, this was eight years ago. Um, we were so impressed by what was happening. Um, in the scene then and since then it's just I mean there's a new restaurant opening I feel like every couple of weeks um, you know and there's food from all cultures cuisines you know price points it's kind of all over the place but I think you can never have been to everywhere and that's so exciting to me
2: yeah Yeah, it's a really incredibly tight uh, knit uh, chef community so which is incredible because when we first moved here you know (laughs) people were just reaching out constantly what can we do for you what can we help you with do you have any questions and and that's felt really special
0: what is your background in terms of uh, schooling and learning uh, culinary
2: arts? I'm, I, you know, I'm kind of with Aaron too. I got a later later start because I went. I never necessarily saw this as, you know, something that I was going to be when I grew up. I was kind of was re- raised in a traditional household of you go to college uh, or don't go to college, and then you get a job and all these other things. So I, I went to the University of Missouri, and it just wasn't clicking. I just didn't, you know, love school. And you know, I started. To, I went on this trip to California, and just kind of got really inspired by just like. You know, the beauty of just being out there and, you know, trying new things and getting out of this kind of bubble of where I lived in Brentwood and, um, just exposed to all these different new things. And, um, I kind of got back here thinking like, what can I do to get back out there? And it first kind of just clicked of like, you know, maybe food is something that could take me. I've always enjoyed working in restaurants, but not necessarily, you know, higher end. But did you cook? I kind of worked in some cafes and, you know, different small casual spots and, um, but again, yeah, I never clicked that this could be a profession until I kind of got back and started thinking about like, you know, a little bit more outside the box of what I wanted to do with my life. And, um, you know, that kind of resonated and I just picked up and basically moved out to San Francisco and, okay. and went to culinary school and, and then started kind of working in wow. some of the restaurants. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's an expensive place to pick up and move to. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Well, if you saw where I lived,
1: the part of it, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, but that's a great yeah. place to learn how to cook.
2: Yeah, it's um, a tiny,
1: tiny apartment. So. <laughs> I don't think you could afford to do that yeah. today. Living
2: b- yeah, b- bunk beds gosh. with strangers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, Sorry. it's inspiring, though, to be in the middle of life and decide, maybe not middle, but somewhere there, uh, just to decide to do something completely different or something that's not even that comfortable or known to you. It's just like an, an inspiration. Like, food, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So it's And you as well, I am sounds like you had a similar journey
3: yeah i think it's one of those things that like you you have someone who starts who sets the fire underneath you and you kind of see other things and like i grew up in a humble household we didn't go out to high-end meals or anything that going out that steakhouse was like a extravagant meal because you got a eight you got a a plus on your credit on your uh, report card you know but uh yeah i worked for um a chef and he like got me to go to Europe and work in the best restaurants that I could possibly that I thought were the best at the time and um, yeah it's it's one of those things that like once you're in it, it like it's hard to get out and I had and I I still have the bug and I hope it never leaves because I mean I still love it and I try to keep myself current and stodge and you know read and it's one of those things that's like it it's all encompassing in your life when you go home
0: to your kitchen do you. <laughs> Create uh, beautiful things, or is it just like I just want a bologna sandwich?
3: <laughs> I want <laughs> chips and hummus, um, but no, I mean, uh, for my family, when we cook like Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving, like, yeah, I want to, this is what I can bring to the equation. And um, but on a normal weekday, no, I'm not cooking on <laughs> <laughs> not at all. We
1: all have small kids, so it's, yeah, it's really just about making the kids happy, and then you know, yeah, your second sex
2: is yeah what did we have last night? Chicken nuggets and mac and cheese for yeah, the
1: Yeah, it's not glamorous.
0: <laughs> well, tell me about the neighborhood, the district. Uh, Cortex. How, yeah, Cortex? Yeah, Cortex and how it has evolved because this is pretty new.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, you know, when we first, like I mentioned, we first kind of were p- poking our heads around uh, town to figure out, like, if we wanted to open a restaurant, where would it be? Um, you know, we got connected with um, a gentleman at the time who was the head of Cortex, Je- Dennis Lauer, and um, he really kind of sold us on the vision, which, you know, was long term. It uh, wasn't immediate. Uh, and I think the pandemic, of course, you know, kind of changed some things uh, since then. What is the vision? Well, it's an innovative community. It's supposed to be, you know, and is, you know, filled with people who are working on, um, you know, innovative ideas, whether that's technology or food, um, design, medicine, you know, et cetera. Um, So you'll find a lot of uh, folks and companies like that down here. And so we just felt like what we were doing was different with kind of our more vegetable forward approach menu. You know, let's put ourselves in an environment that's already kind of saying, hey, we're different, you know, um, come check us out. So that's kind of how... We ended up in Cortex, um, and it's changed a lot, and Wash U is a big part of the community here, um, and, and what they're focusing on, the neuroscience, building that open is, you know, state-of-the-art, and um, so we're surrounded by really smart people, you know, and I think that's a good place to be.
0: Innovation is the key word. Yeah. yeah. So, Aaron, you mentioned Takaria Morita is not open currently. What's the status with it?
3: Uh, we have some things in the works right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we're really excited about We're not at liberty to say yet, but uh, we have some things, uh, some stokes in the fire and we're all really excited about it.
1: But we built it as a seasonal outdoor only concept. So we built after COVID, as Aaron mentioned, we were kind of okay. like, eating in the lawn out front, um, and then thought, you know, what can we do with this space? We'd never used it before. So we built this incredible pavilion, surrounded it with a garden. So the whole restaurant concept from about May to October is outdoors, so you really feel like you're somewhere else. Uh, We transport you even in this urban environment with the food, the drinks, the music, um, the space, um, so you can kind of dine al fresco. It's just really fun and different. Um, But we are looking to expand and put it somewhere permanent so that we can be open year round.
0: Where is it located now?
1: It's adjacent to Vicia, So it's just oh, okay. right outside just the window out here. here. Yep.
0: That's what I thought. Yeah. Um, so what about down the road? What are you guys thinking? You've already done four restaurants. <laughs> are you thinking of more? Or it's making any changes, or what are your future plans? Well,
1: things are changing all the time. I mean, you have to keep evolving this business or you die. You know, So I think we're always looking at what we're doing and saying, all right, is this fresh, is this working? If it's not, how can we tweak it? Um, I don't think that'll ever change. Um, I keep saying on record that I'll never do something like this again, and then I go and do it. So I don't want to say that. But um, I think we're focusing on this growth with the Taqueria, and I think that will really round out, I think, what we can do and want to do as a team.
0: Any, any other thoughts no, on 100%.
2: that? I agree 100. I mean,
0: well, you, you all have kids, and that's important. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's a lift. It's a busy life you guys are leading. Um, what kind of feedback do you get from customers?
1: I um, mean, yeah, I mean, I think you know, by and large. I find that we tend to be a part of a lot of people's milestone moments, you know, whether that's, you know, celebrating a birthday or, you know, a graduation or, you know, a promotion, you know, especially in a place like Vicia. So it's a lot of pressure to be that place that people think of when they want to really mark an occasion. And so there's uh, a lot of weight that comes with that. But I think when we connect with the guest, they have a great time, you know, they cherish those moments and they think of us as part of it, especially weddings that we host, things like that. I mean, that's a real, um, I think, accomplishment for us to feel like we've, we've made these folks, you know, happy. Um, but then you go to a place like Winslow's where we have the same people that come in literally five days a week. Um, we are a part of their life. Um, and, and I think whether they say it out loud or not, like that speaks volumes, I think, to what we provide both in service and in food. And um, it's just really special to, to see that and to know that we can really make someone's day.
0: I want to make sure we said the name of the French bistro.
1: Yeah, Bistro La Florisone, and that's on Wydown in Clayton.
0: It means flowering? flowering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's but it's good. a
1: beautiful space. It's very chic. Um, it's a neighborhood spot, though. You don't have to, you know, it. You don't have to have a reservation to eat there. Um, you know, you can pop in for a glass of wine. Stop by after we are on Y down. So tons of great restaurants. You can come after for dessert. Come for happy hour. We have a great happy hour as well. Spritz hour, um, and you know, get some snacks. And then we do Sunday brunch as well, which is I think one of the best in town.
0: Well, that sounds good. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Aaron Martinez, Michael Galino, Tara Galino. The restaurants are Visia, Bistro, La Florizone, and Clayton, right? Yep. Taqueria Morita, which isn't open right now, but there are plans we can't talk about yet.
3: <laughs>
0: and Winslow's Table. I got them all. You got them all. Take Root Hospitality is the name of the company. Come visit any or all those restaurants, and thanks, guys. Thank,
3: no, thank you. you oh, thank very you so much. Yeah. Appreciate it.